Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Norfield. Mm, that would be a little weird. Yeah. So just be aware of that. Uh, yeah. Be aware. Be very aware. Be aware of what's going on in Norfield. It's it's a good place. Uh, yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your door. You can have it right there in the, pri- the privacy of your own home. The privacy. Privacy. And it's for your own leisure. And of course, in the hot tub. <laughs> and of course, it supports the Bulldog Initiative, as does our other sponsor, Pip Printing and Signs. Guys, if you are already spending money on printing, and guys, if you if you own a business, you are. You are a business owner. You spend money on printing. Why not spend money with a company that's going to give back to the Bulldog Initiative? That's Bulldog owned and operated, and has been that way for thirty years, over thirty years. Pip Printing and Signs. Whatever kind of signage you need in your business, whatever kind of marketing materials you need for your business, they've got you taken care of at PIP Printing and Signs. Call Camden Baker, 601-499-5216. By the way, I've stressed this a few times. That's his number. That is not the number to PIP Printing. That is his number. He he is that dedicated to his customers that you can call him directly and get a, a, an account set up today get some great marketing materials, great signage on your business, and support the Bulldog Initiative. Call Pip Pip today. Yeah. I think, I think I'm really starting to feel like I'm, 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 I'm getting comfortable. You're in your groove. Yeah. It's like, it's like bottom of the third. Maddox has already been through the order one time. I'm starting, I'm starting to feel it a little bit. You're in your rocking chair. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me anymore because it's like a perfect game. Yep. Don't, don't say anything. I, I won't say anything about it. All right, then. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find – the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Maybe you want a new jacket. <laughs> Maybe you want, I don't the know if jacket. they sell. The jacket. I don't know if they sell parkas or anything like that. Maybe a toboggan. It is freaking cold outside. Well, they've got winter gear at College Corner. So check it out. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Or if you don't want to go outside in the ice storm, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. It'll get there. I don't. It'll get there when the, when the, uh, when the ice melts. CollegeCornerStore.com. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Get the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant. Drove past. I, I, meant, I wanted to go there the other day, and uh, my kids talked me out of it because they're And then you were going to go there the other peasants. day with me. 
Yes, and my parents. So next this week we're going to restaurant talk. Yes, but as I drove by, I saw uh, I saw our friend uh, Brandon Langlois talking to Neil Price out, outside. Nice. What do you think that conversation was like, Brandon? That catfish was delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I love Brandon. All right, I'll see you later. Hail State. <laughs> my price, my Neil Price isn't bad. Uh, Howdy, y'all, and Hell State. Yeah. I'll have cheese grits and butter beans. <laughs> I don't know why we're ripping on them all of a sudden. It's I don't know. It just it is it just it just worked. Neil's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. We, we love those guys, but you know. Uh, so maybe you know you should be like you've, the, you've made it if people are are impersonating you. That's it, a good point. Yeah. If people are impersonating you, it means no that no one's ever you've doing a Brian Haydad impression. No one. I've never heard it. Well, I don't really know like. If you have a signature, like for me, yeah, I feel like I have a few quirks about me that people can make fun of me about. Mm-hmm. Like maybe some things that I say, really. Or like I've never certain caught, phrases. Or I never, something. I've never, uh, I've never. So, some people have like you know, dude. Like sometimes I say dude. You do do you do that? Like yes. people will pick up dude, on that. dude. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I L- say literally a lot. You you literally say it a lot. I do. Okay. But there's not anything that I would say is like your signature. Okay. Actually, I, I have a statement. signature. I have a signature word, but we can't say it on the air. Is it four letters? Uh, no, it's uh, seven. Okay. So involves our our uh, involves a deity uh, doing terrible things to, to to people. Oh. That's my signature word. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. There you go. Now you've got it. Now. Uh well, if I if I may, then, dude, you should literally go to Restaurant dude. Tyler. Yes, it feels like a little Keanu Reeves uh, uh, Point Break in there. Somebody like asked Southern Keanu Reeves Point Break, Johnny Utah kind of thing. Yeah, going on there. somebody asked on the message board the other day, where should I get some brunch? Yeah, and it, immediately it was Tyler, Everybody Tyler, was Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. A few people dropped in a few other places. But easily the most named place in there is Restaurant Tyler. No surprise. And you really, you can't dispute it. And it's not because we get paid to talk about it. Those are the facts. I, I talked about Restaurant and Tyler. And they are undisputed. Yeah, that's true. I talked about Restaurant Tyler before we were getting paid to do this. So yeah. I'm, now, I'm gl- now I'm glad that they're a part of this show that I can talk about it even more. There you go. Ah... 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Let PriorityOneBank.com be the guide for you to find the branch near you and start a relationship with a bank that's going to serve you and your family for a long, long time. Small town feel, but big time financial performance. That's what Priority One Bank offers you. If you're a Priority One Bank customer right now, you know about their app. It's one of the better it's probably the best mobile banking app out there. Do a lot more on there and just move your money around. Find a location near you at PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Yeah. You know, Robbie, I feel, I feel bad for two groups of people. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Mississippi State fans because they want to buy in to basketball. They yeah. want to buy it, buy in so badly, and yet every time it's like, all right, this is the one, buy in here, this is the game, buy in here, invariably State loses it. I also feel bad for Mississippi State's athletic uh, marketing officials who have to continue to find games. This is the one, pack the hump. This yeah. is the one, and then it, it you know, 
I got I, I got a laugh out of uh, Zach Selman's tweet on Saturday night when he referred to the game as an alternative outcome. I'm gonna start doing that about things. Anytime I lose something, you know, it's just an alternative outcome. Yeah, I've never heard. I've never heard that a loss referred to that. <laughs> I like, know. Like I know Zach is a is a great speaker. He's a wordsmith. He's a wordsman, but uh. <laughs> Never heard that before. But it, it was kind of like a Mike Tomlin saying, like if you ever listen to Mike Tomlin's yeah. press conferences, it's, it's, there's some there's a little Les Miles in there. Okay, that that's who that's who Mike Tomlin always reminds me of is Les Miles. Okay, okay, that, like uses a lot of words. A lot of words to, say a little. Yeah, I got you. 82-74, Alabama gets the win. State had an opportunity to get two uh, quad one week wins in a week, only gets the one. Mm. Uh, a game where State. Uh, was tied with oh, how late in the game were they tied? Uh, let's see here. It's period two is what we're looking for, Robbie. Uh, it was seventy four seventy four with two forty two to go. Alabama closes on an eight nothing run, and in that time frame, State missed six free throws. Um, after tying the game on a second chance put back by Cam Matthews. Uh, Mark Sears comes down, makes a jumper to give Alabama a two-point lead, and then everything else from the line for Alabama, uh, four of those points from Sears, who led all scorers uh, with, uh, I believe, 20 points. The free throw thing was was the killer. State in the first half was only 5 of 10 from the line. They didn't made 11 straight to make it look respectable. They were 15 of, of 21 at that point, but then they missed six free throws with the game on the line, two from Tolu Smith, Two from Shaq Moore, two from uh, from Cam Matthews. Tolu Smith, you just look at his his uh, stat line without really any context, and you see he had 15 points and 10 rebounds. You're like, okay, double double, not bad. But then you see he was five of 15 from the field, five of 10 from the free throw line. He had the opportunity. I mean, that's 40 points that he had the opportunity to score, including some point blank misses. I thought Alabama played very physical, and then maybe I'm being generous by you know saying that. I think you and I would both agree the officiating was a, a travesty. Yeah, and that, and that look when I say that it's on both ends. It was right? it was on both ends of the court. But I do think it affected what Mississippi State wanted to do. I think they got totally out of, got totally out of his game. It did, and you know, all that being said, it's no excuse because at the end of the game, they had a chance to tie the ball game with. 35 seconds left? Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Uh, it was like... I had it. I think it was a two-point game. Tolu gets fouled. I forget exactly when it was. Okay, so it's 76-74 with... Uh, and Tolu gets fouled at 2.05. And okay, he misses that, the two free throws. It was that four back. Right, so he misses Either way, there. Then they have some... Uh, Shaq. Shaq missed two. Right. Cam Matthews missed two. Right? Shaq misses two when State down four. Yeah. So it could have made it a two point one possession game. State gets the ball. Uh, then they make it a, a three. Uh, two, they still make it a two possession game. It's eighty to seventy four. You're only, it's still a two possession game. Um, or did he miss those free throws? Where did Cam? Where did Cam? Miss? Oh, Cam missed. Okay. Cam missed the first two. No, no. I mean, Tolu, after Tolu. then Cam, then then Shaq. That's how that's how the uh, the order of missing just, free throws went. What's really frustrating about it is it, it's it skews what they were doing at the free throw line because they made eleven straight. They actually were shooting the free throws really well, and to me, it tells me a little bit maybe they were tired. That's not an excuse, mm-hmm. but 
I think that Free throws that your probably legs played into yeah. it. Yeah, it's just really frustrating because it's just like you said. This fan base is just so fractured with basketball, mm-hmm. and every single time something like this happens, they pack it out, and Mississippi State loses, and then everybody just kind of falls back off the bandwagon. Right. And what I would say to that is just keep packing it out because eventually you will push them over the hump. It's, it's not going to be like this every time. They will eventually be able to win these games consistently. I truly believe that. Because they are, they've been knocking on the door. They haven't been able to get over the hump. They did that against Tennessee. They didn't do it against Alabama. But this is a program that's still learning to stack those moments. And I think the atmosphere probably got to them a little bit. But they haven't been in this atmosphere very often in Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So I just like I guess I just don't understand like the people that punish the team because they didn't win the game. And I, I, I totally get it. You don't want to invest in that knowing that you're probably going to be heartbroken. But the team is close, I believe. They they play hard just about every night. They put themselves in position most times. It's frustrating that they haven't been able to stack these kind of games. It's it's that's but what they're it is close. right there. It's they're, like you get a win and you're like, okay, and we've talked about this before, right? That yeah, the the I can't believe to say it again, the parable of Sisyphus. You roll the stone all the way up to the top of the hill, and right when you're about to push it over, you slide and you come all the way back down. Mm-hmm. And that's what state is. They they get all they, Tennessee. They're at the top of the hill. Yeah, they beat Alabama, and it's okay. Well, now we're going down, and we're, we got momentum. And instead, you can't get over that hump, and now you got to start all over again. And then you got to play at Kentucky yeah, this Wednesday tough. against the Kentucky team that just lost. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the odds of Kentucky losing two in a row and one of them at home, not the, good. The the good thing about that game is they just don't have a Oscar Sheboy, they don't Anthony have, yeah. Davis. But we thought that about Alabama. Yeah, but they, they had a they had little more height. dynamic. Yeah. And, they, and you're like, Grant Nelson was... He's not like a connect, but mm-hmm. he he was a guy that you know could do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. He could kind of post up on you. He could defend. He I thought he defended pretty well against Tolu. He was physical, but Kentucky has really kind of screwed themselves. They lost Sheboy. They tampered to try to get Tolu Smith. That didn't work, and they're kind of stuck with their post players and. You know, Texas A&M didn't really have those guys either, but they hit some big shots. Yeah. You know, Kentucky can really shoot it. If State can really make that game ugly mm-hmm. and on the defensive end, mm-hmm. you know, be really good on the perimeter defensively, they got a good shot. I think they're going to score consistently in the paint. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're going to have some success down there. State's, State's like, really hurting right now, and Andrew Taylor being a complete wash. Mm-hmm. And Keyshawn Murphy now being missing in action. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, according to some sources that you and I talked to, he's left Startville, is back home apparently. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Last week they couldn't get up with him. Uh, I think he's upset about playing time. That's hurting them in the post. You you basically have two guys I mean, right now in the post. Saturday yeah. night. They could have used him. Could have used him. Yeah. If you could have got ten minutes out of him on mm-hmm. Saturday. It would have been in good shape. But, you know, right now, as it stands, you, you basically have Jimmy Bell and Tolu Smith. And Jimmy is not, you know... He's not playing well. He's not playing extremely well coming off the bench. So, I don't know. I mean, it, that's definitely hurt them. And you could really use those guys down the, down the stretch of the SEC. But it doesn't look like you can count on either one of them. So, they're going to have to figure it out. Jaquan Scott gave him a couple of good minutes 
Uh, I thought Trey Fort had some good moments for him. Those guys are going to have to play well. They're going to have to help him out. But I, you know, it, it was it was tough that they lost that game like that. But it doesn't hurt you at all. It's, it's a quad one opportunity. It just it, it hurts that you've had two chances against South Carolina and Alabama that you let kind of go by the wayside that would have would have like had you firmly in the NCAA tournament right now and now working on seeding. Yeah. Had you won those two games and your top twenty-five team, yeah. had you won those two, but you yeah. didn't. Yes, so, they would be in the top twenty-five tomorrow or easily, today if easily. they had won. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, question. and that, I mean, that's two. That you would be, you would have three quad one wins already yeah. in SEC play. Yeah. Would have one of the best resumes right now in the SEC, mm-hmm. but you just you couldn't just finish. Let it get away from them. So yeah, uh, four bulldogs in double figures. Josh Hubbard fourteen, but again on eleven shots. You know, yeah. just didn't have. His it was game. a real quiet night for him, but yeah. Cam Matthews with 12 points, you know, that's great. But, you know, he got into foul trouble early in the first half. And, and sort of his his absence hurt Mississippi State because you're missing Keyshawn Murphy. Yeah. And so they put in hurt Jaquan him against, Squat, who, Hurt Jaquan, him against Tennessee, too, in the second half. I can't say it. Ja- Jaquan Scott, and you know, who gave him seven minutes but only one rebound. Didn't really didn't do much on the stat sheet there. Um, Deshaun Davis is not doing anything right now. Only played 18 minutes, took two shots, had three assists. But two, but a turnover, and just, just. I think Josh is starting to steal some. Of his I, I, I think Josh Hubbard is probably going to end up being the starting <clears throat> point guard pretty soon. So State goes to Kentucky, then they have a home game Saturday, and you're thinking, okay, maybe they can get people back for that. But it's Vanderbilt, who's the worst team in the conference, and you know, I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks, Vanderbilt is not going to go 0 and 18 in the conference. They're not. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Arkansas might. No, I'm just kidding. Arkansas won't, but they are 0-3. I don't know what's wrong with Arkansas. Well, but, they're, I think they're relying too heavily on the portal. I, I don't I don't think that's a good thing for basketball. Yeah. To to just, you know, bring in players like that of the portal. I mean, look at Andrew Taylor this year. I mean, he's been yeah. a complete bust for Mississippi State. Imagine having, having four three or, or four of those. Yeah. That problem. screws your whole team. Be a problem. So we'll see what happens. But a big opportunity for Mississippi State. You know, the, I, to the fans that did show, it was a great crowd, great atmosphere. I thought yeah. they were into the game uh, up until the very end. And, you know, at the end, you know, you get you just can't make free throws, and that's that's the difference in the game. I do hate that when State loses a game because of free throws because then our mentions turn into, why don't they practice free throws? Right. Like, they, like they don't do it. And, again, they had made 11 straight. Yeah. Like that. And and Tolu came into the game twenty for twenty four. Yeah. So I, I maybe I jinxed him. I I talked about it the other day, but State against Alabama too has just been god awful from the free throw line. Yeah. What was the stat I had? Like forty one of seventy or something or something for yeah. the last two years. Something like, something like that. It was it, was it like cost him fifty six percent. I mean, Nate Oates it, talked about it in his press conference. It cost him in the home game last year against him. Forty one of seventy three in the last three games against Alabama. And, and Tolu was was bad in both the home game against Alabama from the line. It's just, I think he was like eleven for thirty. Like, it's something's got to change for Mississippi State to consistently come out in these ball games and take control. Um, and I just, I think that's just going to be Mississippi State. Like, I, I think this, they're going to be an up and down team. I don't think you're going to see a team that. Is the same every game. Yeah. Like you just you never know what you're going to get there. And another thing they've they've really got to improve on, and it you know plagued the women the other night too. 
a little bit. Offensive rebounding mm-hmm. for the other team. Second chance opportunities. It wasn't as bad this this game. State actually out, out, was better on the offensive boards than Alabama. But early in the game, early they in were the not. game, it was a problem. The biggest problem was points off turnovers. State only had twelve turnovers, but Alabama got eighteen points off of them. State forces thirteen turnovers and only gets six points on. They could not get transition points. The fast break. Yeah. Eighteen nothing, wasn't it? Eighteen six. Six. Okay. Yeah. So, I think it was 18 well, nothing I mean, at one point. I think about fast break points, you're correct. 18 nothing. Yeah. 18 yeah. 6 was the points off turnovers. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Alabama likes that. They're, they're That's a how they pace, want to play. They're a pace team. And State kept them out of that pace last year at, at Bama. That was a game where State was winning the whole game. They, they turned it into the game they needed it to be, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't finish. They couldn't do it last night. They, they couldn't force Alabama into. A slow down game where they're making mistakes. They got to play their pace, and state's got to be able against teams like that. You got to be able to limit what they like to do. Yeah, and Nate Oates was able to do it. Yeah, that's just way too many points. I mean, forty points plus in both halves. Yeah, but and what's funny is state held them ten points under their average. They averaged ninety one a game. Yeah. So you know, you held them eighty two. You're not doing that badly. I thought State shot the ball. State getting seventy four points feels pretty good. But that's but not the game that they they can. That's win. not what they want to play. Yeah. That they 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 need a game like they did against Tennessee. You know, Tennessee scored seventy two. Yeah. But they had 20, 23 or twenty one in the first half. Twenty two. Twenty two. You were so close. That's what, that is that's the kind of game they have to play against teams like that. Yeah. That you do not want to get in a shootout if you're Mississippi State. That's just no. that's the game that is uh, always going to play in the other team's favor. Yeah. On Sunday, a little bit better result for Mississippi State as Sam Purcell gets his first win over Ole Miss, 69-57. This is a game that was very back and forth for through three quarters. And then you made reference, you know, a year ago, Ole Miss dominated the fourth quarter and got a win against Mississippi State. This time around, it was State that completely controlled the fourth quarter, only allowed six points. Is that accurate? Yes. Big win for Purcell. Good week for him. Couple of, a couple of wins, a road win uh, against Arkansas, and now a win over Ole Miss. His first win over uh, over the Rebels. That was that that was a that's a sneak. It's hard for a game against Ole Miss to be a sneaky big win, but when you think about the big picture of Mississippi State women's basketball, it was. It was just one of those like get the monkey off your back kind of wins. So Ole Miss, I don't think, is a very good team this year. Okay, they they play. Really hard nose defense. They're kind of like state's men last year. They're they're similar. They yeah. they don't have a lot of players that can just go get you a basket. And last year, they had Angel Baker, um, and then they had Maya Taylor was a good point guard. She kind of controlled things for them and uh, did a lot of facilitating. And obviously did did that at Mississippi State too. So Angel Baker was one of the better scorers in the league. Marquisha Davis is a good scorer. And she does a lot of good things, but she's kind of a mid-range, you know, drive-to-the-basket type of player. They don't have a lot of players that can just go get them a bucket. And they don't have a point guard right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing Madison Scott, who's a forward, at the point guard position. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's kind of their issue. But I thought State, we, we talked about the offensive rebounds by other teams. Mm-hmm. They did a really poor job in the first three quarters of blocking out and keeping Ole Miss off the, the offensive uh, glass. 15... Offensive rebounds in the first three quarters for Ole Miss, 16 uh, second-chance points. And that's just too much. 
That for a team that struggles to score, you can't give them other opportunities, and that's what they did. But State kept it within striking distance, gave them gave themselves a chance in the fourth quarter, and I thought what they did in the fourth quarter was something that they have to do the rest of the way. They played hard. And that's kind of been their biggest issue when they've lost games. They just haven't played extremely hard. Mm-hmm. They lost to Chatt- Chattanooga. I thought they got outplayed in that game. I thought they got outplayed against Vanderbilt. South Carolina, I thought they played hard. They just weren't as talented. But the last two games in the fourth quarter, they have really played hard. Jessica Carter has been exceptional in the fourth quarters, and State has just finished strong. They've got to do that every game, all four quarters. And when they do, this is going to be a really difficult team to beat. But the consistency of it is kind of the biggest thing. How hard do they play on defense? How hard do they attack in the glass? I thought the fourth quarter they did that. They out-rebounded Ole Miss 12-5 to in the fourth quarter, outscored them 20-6. to Last year they got outscored 11-6 to in the fourth quarter, I think, and lost that game by double digits. Just couldn't score. This one they, they turned the tables and, and had a really good quarter. Now they got a stack uh, ball games. they got Tennessee coming up on Thursday. Rakia Jackson's coming back um, to play in Startville. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge oh, yeah. game. You get that game, and then all of a sudden, you're probably closing in on top 25 yeah. with LSU coming to town. You mentioned Jessica Carter, and in State's first two SEC games, you know, both losses, she was almost non-existent. 14 uh, points combined. And then in these last two games combined? Uh, 45. I mean, that's the difference there. What's the difference? What 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 turned what what turned the switch on for her? She's playing hard. Mm-hmm. She's She's not shying away, and that's not to say she wasn't playing hard. Mm-hmm. Just more like she's been more aggressive. Mm-hmm. She's been more confident in herself. She yeah. had six points, I think, against Vanderbilt. Just kind of disappeared in that game. She scored eight against South Carolina, and then against Arkansas, she took the game over in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a close ball game. State was kind of dying on the vine a little bit. And she took the ball game over. She had six rebounds in the fourth quarter, I think, in that one. Had 19 in the game, 22 points. She scored 23 on Sunday. Only five rebounds, so you'd like to see more from her there. But you can't really complain about her effort. And on the defensive end, I thought she was active with her hands. Got a, got you know Went straight up on a lot of plays, blocked some shots, disrupted some shots. I thought she played really well. And she is the key for Mississippi State. If she's playing well, they have a chance to beat anybody. If she's not, they can lose to anybody. That's that's kind of where they are with her. Really good win for Mississippi State. Good week for the women. Uh, for the men, I mean, getting a split was was necessary. They had yeah. to get a split. They did that. I, I'll be honest. I thought it would be the other way. I thought yeah. they would lose to Tennessee and beat Alabama. But you take. And I mean, honestly, if you're going to pick the two, you're going to take Tennessee. Yeah. Top five oh, win. Sure. I know Alabama was ranked a spot ahead of them in the net, mm-hmm, but, but that, yeah. In the end, I think Tennessee's net is probably going to be higher. Tennessee is a better basketball team than yeah. Alabama. I, you you I, got a top five win, you will take that all day. Yeah. Now you want both of them, yeah. But nobody predicted both of them. And to then happen. you got to split this week, but it if you, you it's got to be Vanderbilt. It's got to be Vanderbilt if you split. Yeah, <laughs> if you that, go two and zero, oh, it's great. But if you go. 0 oh, and two or one and one, and the one in is Vanderbilt. That's like quad four loss. I mean, at, at that point, with two quad four losses, you are legitimately like they have to win twelve conference games mm-hmm. to get in. So, 
they got, they got to beat Vanderbilt. Kentucky can just be what it is. You get another chance at Kentucky at home at, at the end of next month. I mean, here's the so. thing. They're about to play four straight quad one games. After, yeah, Kentucky is quite, yeah, before straight. That's wild. Yeah. And there's more opportunities ahead for them. They got plenty of chances to build mm-hmm. their resume. So the men, it's all about just, you know, winning some games here. For the women, it's about getting through the first six conference games, five or six conference games, mm-hmm. and being, having your head above water or being 500 because the back half of that schedule is much more attainable for the women. That there's not a whole lot of teams in that back half that right. scare you. Already getting past South there's Carolina. There's no South Carolina, yeah. no LSU. When do you play LSU? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Is that yeah. here or there? It should be here, right? Yep. That'd be an interesting Sunday? Uh Thursday or Sunday. Thursday. Thursday game? Yeah. All right. So it should still be a good Because they got I think they got Tennessee. No, that they might play Kentucky in between there. I'll have to look. What good are you? I know. This is your thing. Yeah, the the back the back half of that schedule is is a lot easier for them when you've got South Carolina and, and LSU out of yeah. the way. Once you get South Carolina out of the way, you're like halfway home. So it's Tennessee, Florida, Florida, and then LSU on Mo- LSU's on a Monday. That's the We Back Pat game, and then Kentucky is after that. But then you're they, right. After you get past LSU, Kentucky, Texas A&M, Georgia, Florida, Ole Miss, and Oxford, Kentucky again. Yeah, A&M's your toughest game in there, and you you really don't even know. What they're going to do. So a they're, chance to stack some wins. You can stack some wins here. Uh, you play Auburn on the road, who just beat LSU today. That That's going to be tougher than it looks. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they can beat Kentucky twice. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Florida at home. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Ole Miss. I think they can beat Alabama, Auburn. They can win six to eight games and that conference. back half, and then plus what what you have now. I mean, if you can beat Tennessee, you're looking at 10, 11 wins. That'd be SEC great. Play. It'd be great. Be yeah. in good shape. Yep. Be in good shape there. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner. You know, the best way to beat the cold is fire. So fire up your grill. Just go out there in ten degree weather. Don't let it bother you, and put some steaks on the grill. Now, you need to move quick. As soon as you get them off the grill, run inside. Don't, ha- don't li- linger outside. They will get cold. But True. You, why, you, why you got it happening there? So I've grilled nothing, outside in ice before. It's not, it won't be the first time. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Head out to the, and get some beef on the grill this weekend and every weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. I just uh, found something out about Two Brothers that I didn't know. Oh, Ran into one of our listeners, and uh, he was like, I-, I-, I missed you at Two Brothers. I went there on Wednesday. They do they do a wing special on Wednesday. I didn't know. Oh. Six wings, five bucks. Really? Yeah. So, uh, Well, gonna, then. Guess what? We're gonna be, they're going to be seeing us very soon on a Wednesday. Uh, at Two Brothers. So, yeah, the best smoked wings I've ever had are at Two Brothers. They are fantastic. And, of course, everything else there. So, so I, I got to I had you know, I, I, I was really hungry when we went on, on Thursday. I got a taco and a sandwich. That's how hungry I was. 
Man, and that prime rib. I think it was looking good. So good. so good. I smashed that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got another Stephen A. Smith video where it's just him cackling. <laughs> His hatred for the Cowboys is healthy, in my opinion. <laughs> I want to have that. We all need somebody to hate like that. I, I need I need that kind of relationship with Ole Miss. I need I need them to start losing games. Oh, you do. But I, I need them to lose oh, games. Oh, you need it to happen. Yeah. I, I need for them to, like, like I, want, I need them to be, like, Ten and nine. I need them to be nine and two going into the Egg Bowl next year. And it's like if they win, they're in to the, the college ball oh. playoff. And state gets them. And I will release a video like that where I'm just cackling at Ole Miss too. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Oof. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. But who has been delivering it to you for 49 years? That's Advantage Business Systems. If you need technology, I wonder what kind of technology they were giving out 49 years ago. Well, if I was doing this commercial, then like if you need typewriters. If you need a, uh, you know, we're we're getting dangerously close to fifty years ago being like word they, processors. Yeah, and stuff, they yeah. actually had computers. I'm trying to think, like, what do they used to call those? Th- oh, if you need a mimeograph machine, you call Advantage <laughs> Business Systems a fax machine. Did you remember the smell of the mimeograph machine? Did, did yes. your school have one like that? That it's like a, it's like it's burning. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like the uh, what was the, uh, the laminate. Laminating, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it just runs through. Do you need like one you of those smell things that looks like it cuts off your hand? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That every school had for like making everything edged up? Yeah. Check out these new Xerox copiers. You just put the piece of paper <laughs> in, it comes out the other end. It's incredible. That's what it was 49 years ago. But now it's top-of-the-line copiers, printers, laptops, information and mailing systems, and it backed up with the kind of service that keeps the doors open for 49 years. Give them a call today, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Man, look at this peak mill performance from Cody Kennedy. Howtoblockright.com. Is that a skull can in his in his uh, bring it forward in his pocket there? Yeah, he's either that or he's happy to see us. One of the two. It's either dip can or like Altoids or something. That is, there's no chance that's Altoids. That is skull long cut. That man is an offensive line coach if I've ever seen. One. Let's get to blocking. Wow. I'm telling you, I can't. I, I hope Malcolm Reed is aware of his existence. I need to get them two in a picture together. You know, he knows who he is. Well, Malcolm's a big rebel, so I don't know. He had barbecue sauce in his shirt. He did in his, in his picture. He does. Pretty positive. Yeah. But the collegiate. Well, if he's got a, if he's got a stain on his shirt, it means he needs a new one. So maybe he should shop at the Rogue. The Rogue in Jackson. They have the college, the collegiate collection, the shirts, the polos, the pullovers that you want. Great looking brand name brand, stylish polos, maroon, white, gray, black. Not a mixture of four colors, not the whole color wheel on one shirt, and certainly not a gigantic banner M that's going to, to make you look like, you know, like yesterday's news. We had one of our listeners come up to us. He, he had his son with him. He's like, which of our shirts looks better? One guy had well, the son had on the interlocking. Dad had on the banner M. I'm like, you're a dinosaur. Get that banner M out of here. You need to shop at the Rogue and check out their collegiate collection. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Mississippi State this weekend uh, hosted a number of high school uh, players, including some signees already on some unofficial visits, including one Caleb Cunningham, five-star receiver, Choctaw Central High School? Choctaw County. County. Choctaw County High School? Choctaw Central is Philadelphia. The, that's okay. the Choctaw School. Okay. Choctaw County High School. 
That's uh, Ackerman. That's where my daughter goes. Okay. Uh, five-star receiver. Um, we saw him at the game, visiting, sitting with Jeff Levy, sitting with Chad Bumpus, um, social media, taking videos, appeared to have a good time. I saw the quotes uh, from, from his, uh, his visit. I read those on, uh, on three, uh, which is, uh, we, what am I saying? You already know. You know all yeah. about you don't have to tell me about that new site. I know all about well, it. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just I'm trying to catch you up on it. So, um, said he had a good visit. Said he was really close to committing, but God told him to just be patient. And hold on, there goes God again. God does not like Mississippi State at all. God sticks, just keeps his nose in Mississippi State recruiting. Um, I want to make a uh, a statement here, and I want to get your thoughts on it from a perception standpoint. Obviously, from a needs standpoint, they're greater. From a perception standpoint, this is the most important recruit for Mississippi State in the last ten years. It's up there. They a five-star receiver. They they they. I mean, they, they did good this past class. Stonka, JJ Harrell, those are good good players. This is a five-star, one of the top players in the country at the wide receiver position where you have not done well. He's basically in your backyard. He's saying all the right things. If he went anywhere else right now, it would be a huge upset. If he went to Ole Miss, it would be unfathomable. An unfathomable, blah, 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 blah. a terrible loss, and a terrible loss for Mississippi State. They've got to get this guy in the boat. Yeah, I think so. It's very similar to Jeffrey Simmons. Just like they just got to win this. Mm-hmm. And I would be shocked as we sit here today on January fourteenth, and uh, like I've been shocked before, but it would be really shocking if he doesn't come to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I've. I've been covering Caleb since eighth grade. Uh, you know, I live in Ackerman. My daughter goes to school there, and you talk to anybody in Ackerman right now, and anybody that knows Caleb, and they feel like it's going to be Mississippi State. When that happens, I don't know, but the relationship he has with Chad Bumpfus, the relationship Chad Bumpfus has with his mom and dad, the the closeness in which Mississippi State is mm-hmm. and you know how he feels about being around you know family and all that I it just would be a big surprise if he doesn't choose Mississippi State and, and I, yeah. I don't know how many times they've had a guy this caliber as far as rankings are concerned that is just like a slam dunk like they would really have to screw this up not to get him yeah there it doesn't happen often but every now and then you have a guy that is ranked really high at a place like Mississippi State. Missouri has it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that you just you have all the ties with, and it's just there for the taking. And I think Chad Bumpus has done a good job, kind of getting close to sealing this deal up. And Jeff Lebby running the offense that he does really helps too. What I find interesting about him, about Cunningham, is this: it's, it felt like State was in a good spot even before. The hiring of Jeff Levy. Yeah, that, that, even with the offense they had. So it, it, it feels like he, that Mississippi State is where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good for Mississippi State. And that's, that's why it makes it so imperative. Everything is working in your favor right now. If you don't sign this kid, it is one of the biggest misses you've ever had. It, it, in my opinion, it's almost bigger than, than A.J., because yeah. with AJ, at least you knew he really didn't ever want to be at Mississippi State, right? And he, he never really gave you the impression that he right. did. This kid is 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 saying everything that says I'm com- I'm coming to Mississippi State. You just got to wait. Let me enjoy the recruiting process. He is bit. really enjoying taking these visits, as he should. He's a five star receiver, and I I don't blame him at all. I just think when when it comes down to 
Um, you know what, Cutting? Mm-hmm. I just think I, do it, know. I just think at the end of the day, like he's going to be at Mississippi State. He's got friends here. He he's a little different kid. He's a country kid, small town. I think he comes from the Ware community. Mm-hmm. And I oh gosh, would he have been Ware back in the day? Yeah. Oh, I mean that that school produced the studs anyway. If you know if if you. Sp- Spend time around Ackerman. The kids there, especially like basketball kids, a lot of their best athletes that they have. Just me, like picking, picking and choosing guys. If I look at some of the best players, they have strong wear ties. They're from where? Mm-hmm. There's that place is still churning them out. It's just the school just couldn't exist. Yeah, but that place is still turning out. And Choctaw County is a sleeping giant, by the way. They're about to—they're building a multi-million-dollar stadium. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been through Ackerman, you've seen their football stadium, mm-hmm. and it's—it's it's long overdue. It's been there since the '40s. It's right there off of Highway 12. Um, the well, it's on 15 before you get to Highway 12, mm-hmm. and they've had the same locker room for like 60 years. The field is just really needed an upgrade, and they're building up by the school a multi-million-dollar stadium, turf field, video board, state-of-the-art. It's going to be awesome, and that they've had the talent there. Mm-hmm. I think Dylan Mitchell's doing a really good job there. Jamie Mitchell's son. Um, well, I mean, the bloodline is good. Yeah, this yeah. year they won district. They, you know, they had a t- tough ending, but they've got a ch- they've got a chance to compete for state championships there. And you just see some of the talent that they got coming through there. And, you know, Desenzo Miller was at Ware. McKinley Brothers. The McKinleys. Yeah. Alvin and Den- Dennis. Roy Oswalt. It's mm-hmm. really incredible. Andy Atkinson. Is he a Ware guy? Yeah. Double A. Double A. Uh, well, he, I mean, he, you know, he's yeah. thrilled right now. He just got about five minute, um, you know, selling point. On oh, Ware. yeah. He, he loved every bit of that. Let me ask you this because you covered plenty of Caleb Cunningham's games. Is he a five star talent? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I don't He's even know. At that level, I don't know if he truly understands, like, or has even scratched the surface of how good he could be. Because the, 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 I don't. There's a lot of things that he still has left to learn. He's been going on pure athleticism at this point. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen him play basketball, you can see the talent. You know, I sat close to Chad Bumpfus at one of his basketball games when Chad first got here last year. And Chad wanted to come see him play. And, you know, I think just looking at Chad, watching him, he you could see it. But he's kind of been like a basketball player playing football. He's starting to come together for him. He can leap over just about anybody, has really good hands. He's just a natural kind of guy. And he hasn't even gotten close to scratch the surface. He's never really – gone to, you know, done these seven-on-seven deals, gone to any wide receiver training. That's why I don't know, like, his if his impact is going to be immediate at Mississippi State because there's, there's still some things to fine-tune about him. But I've seen him make some plays that I'm just like, I mean, what do you do? Yeah. You, just, you, you can drape safeties and cornerbacks all over him, but he can just go up there and make a play. Yeah. And that you can't teach some of the things that he has. So, yeah, I think he's a five-star guy. Now, when he commits, I, th- I believe it's a win mm-hmm. that, that he commits, but, you know, you never know. 
I totally see him dropping in the rankings. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to happen. He'll, he'll be he'll go. He's probably like a ninety-seven right now. Probably yep. dropped like a ninety-one, ninety-two. You, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, you come to Mississippi State, <laughs> fart, get him down. I mean, he had a thousand yards this year at Choctaw County. Yeah, we'll see. All right, tomorrow's show. I think you'll be excited. Hmm? Tomorrow is thirty days till opening day. Oh boy, it's time. It's time to start talking. Let's talk a little baseball tomorrow show. Uh, Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, though. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll do that on tomorrow's show. And uh, if anything pops up football, basketball-wise, we will definitely hit on that as well. You guys, you have a great uh, Monday. Try to stay warm. Try to stay safe if you're out on the road, especially in North Mississippi. I know the weather's getting bad up here. Uh, if you're getting the day off, please enjoy it. And we'll be back with you on uh Excuse me, for Tuesday morning. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.